The cold open will be 20 minutes of waiting for you lot to shut up long enough that I can introduce <laughs> the fucking thing. <laughs> Rich is here, you've got no chance. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> Ruined already. I'm not doing it again. That is your introduction. This is... <laughs> you know, back in the day, Doug would have done it again. No, no, this is this is how we roll. Um, it is the Long Snapper podcast special episode. We've done, I think, two of these before. This might be number three. Um, we are going to select our... MVP, All Pro Team, um, Season Awards um, for, well, I'd say for the 99 yards, as if that's going to be their final choice. This is just our vote, but we just thought we'd have a, a bit of fun with it each time and argue about it on air instead of privately. Um, so Adam Barton is here from the 99 yards who oh. somehow puts all this thing together. Um, so hi, Adam. How are you, first of all? Yeah, doing well, thanks. Just uh, looking forward to what I think is going to be quite a loose hour or so. <laughs> loose, is de- loose is definitely the word. <laughs> that's, that's, you've, oh, you've listened to our podcast. <laughs> Hi, Adam. Hour. <laughs> oh, great. Up as well. Woo. <laughs> yeah, so before, before this lot, I was going to say before this lot start, um, which that ship has sailed, um, tell us all about what you're doing why you're here well why why you're here um what the what the goal is um what we're doing here all about it um basically over to you i feel like i'm on this is my life or, or this is your life at this rate but no the the goal i think this is the the goal is to get a replica of the the ap vote for for awards and the the panel for, for and the panel for all pro um and doing that using uh, British podcasters and, and writers throughout throughout the UK, um, and just sort of trying to try to do a bit of fun. I know there's a, a college uh, called rankings poll uh, that, that's similar in in the UK, and we just thought it would be uh, be fun to get everyone's input. Try and get one person or what one person or podcast from each team. Uh, so I know Adam, you you know, with Transatlantic Atlantic Titans, um, and just to get uh, a consensus view on who the best players were and the uh, best rookies were for the last year. So essentially do a much better job than the NFL does and uh, AP. That, that's and up to you guys. <laughs> 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 well, we'll we'll see how we get on. Um, what what we <laughs> Our idea is we're going to argue on air about the the fun bits, all the the skill position players, the coaches, um you know, we we're, we're not here to podcast about who's the best right guard in the league probably although you never rule it out um we might we might do that that sort of stuff off air we'll see how we get on you could probably tell that there are a lot of voices here so i'm going to introduce you one by one very quickly um patrick jackson um is going to bring hopefully more order than some of the rest of you hi pat um sip of beer, Adam, i will timing. be scribing today uh mark salen is here hi mark Hello, it's my mission to make sure no Jets make this list. <laughs> Impossible. <laughs> Impossible. It's, not. Yeah, it's, really, okay. it's, it's really not. We'll, we'll, we'll see, mate. <laughs> um, uh, that would be that would be Craig Edmonds. You can hear. Hi, Craig. 
What up, what up? I'm, I'm mildly disappointed that I saw that Nate's name was Craig on the screen. And then after a few seconds, it is now not Craig. So I obviously <laughs> missed a little bit of jokes beforehand. Pleasure to be here with Nate. And what up, Adam? But better one. Boom. <laughs> Um, Luckily so, for Adam, there's there's no one with their own name on the screen, which is really going to help them do the podcast. <laughs> I mean, I can see you all. I know who you all are. I think I can I can deal with whatever you put in that little text box. Um, Nate Oro is here, despite it saying not Craig. It didn't confuse me. I know who you are. How are you doing, Nate? Uh, good. I'm here to basically make sure there are no Titans make the list. Oh well, I don't is think he... I don't think you need I'm, much help there, other than Todd Downing. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, yeah, we'll see. I'm gonna make a strong case for Morgan Cox potentially, um, long sapper podcast and all that. Um, finally, last and least, it's Rich Newnham. How you doing, Rich? All right, mate. I definitely haven't been drinking for eight hours, so we'll see how this goes. Hmm. It's Friday, mate. It I is like the Friday. Fact, I like the fact that, in the interest of neutrality, I didn't wear any Jags gear today, and. On the opposite end of the spectrum, Greg is wearing a Jets shirt for the first time I can remember in the last while. I really want that to be a Source Gardener shirt as well. Well, it's clearly not. It's a really old, it's the old <laughs> it's logo. Not, it Leon is old. Leon Washington, Leon Washington jersey. <laughs> that, is, that is vintage. It's a it's, good look, but Craig's look always are. I want to I wanna know who his you are. Uh, Pat. Love on. you, Pat. Love who's, you, Pat. Yeah, it's out of his Craig, who's your next Jets jersey? It's a definite. It is source. I'm not even going to. It's got to be source, right? Hundred, hundred percent. I should have had one already. If you order it, um, the trade between the Jets and the Seahawks might come between the order date and dispatch date if you time it just right. Oh my god! Oh, can you imagine? Can you imagine (laughs) that? Oh, Craig's left the call. I can't believe he's just gone. Yeah. Speaking as someone with a, a lovely Lamar Jackson jersey, yeah, that one can hurt quite a, quite a lot. <laughs> oh. I mean, I'm I'm the proud owner of an AJ Brown jersey. Full disclosure, that's fine. Um, it's all good. I'm back to source again. <laughs> right, well, he's staying. Well, I mean, at time of recording, he is a New York Jet, so. You know. <laughs> By the time this goes out, Philip Rivers might be in your jet. We never, you never know. <laughs> One of the seven quarterbacks that they're going to have at the start of next season. <laughs> yes, if the last. It's not started well for you two. I'm not going to lie, boys. <laughs> he oh, says he's cut out. He, he literally muted himself <laughs> no, half, halfway through. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was that was it. That was the punchline. Okay, that was good. Um, let's start <laughs> with some awards. I mean that would be that would be really on brand if we never actually got to that. We just come on here, <laughs> just argue with ourselves for an hour and a half, just shout at Craig about <laughs> Source Gardner and shit quarterbacks, and then <laughs> never get any further. I'm 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 quite happy to spend the next couple of hours talking about Source. We can start with his length. It's firmly inserted into your mouth. Don't mate, don't do that. Don't do right. That. MVP, top of the list. So we we are going to pick our most valuable, most valuable player, whatever, whatever the M stands for. I think it's my home's valuable player. (laughs) Home's valuable player. Well, yeah, this might be one of the easiest ones of the lot, I think, because we did have a chat about it two or three weeks ago on, on the pod about who who might be MVP. And we kind of had a consensus then. I don't think much will have changed in in the three weeks or so that 
Patrick Mahomes should win this. Now, there's always that discussion about it being a quarterback because the quarterback always wins that award, um, regardless of whether they're the best player. But most valuable player, it kind of feels right for the the impact that they'll have on the on the team. Usually. I mean, uh, usually. There was some discussion about Justin Jefferson, rightly, um, about the, se- the season he's had. Um, but I think unless there's strong dissenting views to the contrary, we should probably pick Patrick Mahomes. But after a little bit of discussion where we go round in a big circle and then get back there. I mean, it's definitely Josh Allen. <laughs> <laughs> you Not even you believe that. Strap yourselves in, folks. This is this is going to be a long one. <laughs> the, the, the thing is, I, I'd love to argue for someone else. I'd love to argue for Nick Bosa, but it's it's got to be Pat Mahomes. Like it, he's been unbelievable this year. He's not even had any kind of he normally has like a three or four week down yet, like down week period where he's just not quite that guy, but he hasn't even had that this year. It's like he's just an unbelievable player. And they would not be the same without him. They would not be anywhere near the same without him. And it's the most valuable player. It's the player that has the most impact on their team. And it's got to be Patrick Mahomes. I think the thing is that he's, it's not it's been that incredible this year. And it's just, and then you get to the end of the season and he's got 5,000 yards and, and God knows how many touchdowns. And it's just, you've got become so used to Patrick Mahomes that it's just normal sort of thing. It's, it's like peak Manning versus Brady and, at the end of the season, you go, oh, wow, he got that many stats. It's just incredible. Every time, every time you watch him, he does something ridiculous. And it's become normal for watching him. And other other quarterbacks will do insane things. They'll do brilliant things. He does it every week. And that's the thing. That's the thing that you just can't get away from. And I, I would love to be able to argue for some of the other players in this league who have been brilliant this season, but that, 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 that's they're all, all coming up in some of the the other categories. Right, that, right. Have those arguments. Um, <laughs> I, I would love to argue for Nick Bosa. He's had an incredible season. He's been the sack leader. That. He's been a leader on our defense. That. But it's that. not going to happen. You're better off playing that card later. For this conversation, there is one winner, one clear winner, I, and that is agree. Josh Allen. If if somebody um, if somebody mentions Josh Allen or Sauce Gardner or Nick Bosa too many times, they'll just get vetoed from everything. Um, so just, just be careful. Keep your powder dry. Source gardener, source gardener, source gardener, source gardener, source gardener. <laughs> Wait, whatever you do, doesn't matter. No matter what you do today, you can't stop it. You okay. cannot, no, you cannot, st- it is inevitable, like Thanos. You can't stop it. It's happening. Okay. Drink it in. Drink right, it right. in. You you lit- you can't stop it so much because the refs don't even stop it, do they? All <laughs> <laughs> that all that DPI, you mean? Yeah, I, we, we all see it. All right, are we getting okay? So I have a, that sounds mad, but her. <laughs> what did he do to you, bro? I have a question. Do we do we have anyone that we think could even get close to Mahomes on this award? No, no we're bickering. We're bickering on the one that we all agree on. I mean, this is this is how it how it's going to go. I just. As I said three weeks ago, I think it just imagine, picture the Chiefs if they'd had Chad Henney as their quarterback all year. There you go. He's, trans- he's, trans- he's transcendent, right? This is I said it a few weeks ago. If we never saw anything else from Patrick Mahomes, 
Patrick Mahomes could still arguably be the greatest football player we've ever seen. That's how good he is. There we go. Patrick Mahomes is the long sapper MVP. He he gets that vote. Um, moving on, I feel it gets harder from here on in. Um, offensive player of the year. So, I mean, it's somebody who missed out on MVP. Uh, we're not going to uh, duplicate it at this stage. In fact, Adam, just a quick quick word on that as we we come across this issue every single year. Um, <laughs> I think we've kind of figured it out now. The the All Pro team is is maybe separate, but the rest of the categories at the top, we can't, we, well, we're not going to give one guy more than one award at this point. Yeah, uh, as as with the AP awards, obviously there are some who uh, it, it's. I've tried to leave it as as unprescriptive as possible, but the goal is to to have the what usually ends up being the second best quarterback or or an outstanding skill position player, but the, the best offensive player that that doesn't win MVP uh, is is who I intend to be that award winner. Okay, I think we're we're all on the same page. Hopefully, um, I'm going to go first to the the most polite person during the Patrick Mahomes chat, and that is uh, another Pat. Um, who would your offensive player of the year be? My vote went for Joe Burrow. Um, fantastic season with the Bengals. 35 touchdowns, second in the league. Six behind Mahomes, which just underlines how good Mahomes has been. But I think Burrow's been right up there this season, and uh, he just narrowly beat out Josh Allen for this one for me. <laughs> Wonder if you'll do that this weekend. Um Mark, I'm guessing you've got a, a different view. Well, I do, but it's not Josh Allen. I would go for Justin Jefferson for this award. Um, I think that I, I personally, if you've got if you've got a quarterback as your MVP, you don't go quarterback as offensive player of the year. Um, Justin Jefferson has had one of the best wide receiving seasons I think I've ever seen. Um, is a phenomenal talent and you should win this award just for that catch that you made against Buffalo alone. Um, and yeah, I think he's incredible. And if, if it's not going to a quarterback, this it's JJ for me. Nate, any, uh, um, so I was going, I was going Jalen hurts, but, uh, I think Mark has actually swayed me and I'm going to go JJ as well. Cause he is unbelievable. Even though he lost me my, uh, championship final against Greg. No one cares about fantasy. I fucking care. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> First time I've made my go home and, league go and listen final. To fantasy I care. I fucking care. Um, yeah, no, but he's absolutely unbelievable. Um, and yeah, I think I think that's a great shout for OP. Craig? I made the argument for uh, Jefferson... And, and you said that in a way that means you sounded like you're about to flip flop somewhere else. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, very intuitive. Well done. <laughs> uh, I, I don't. I, I guess the last two. What I said, the big argument I made for him is that he just was uncoverable, right? And that's still true to a to a to an extent. Um, but I do think he, and I, I, I don't know. Last couple of weeks, recency bias, where he has maybe not been his best, Joe Burrow has got better. And uh, for that reason, I just, I, you know, Pat, Pat Mahomes is, is in a different stratosphere, um, but Burrow has been so, so good. Um, I love Justin Jefferson. 
but I do think Joe Burrow is probably the best player. I just kind of second best player in the league. I just I kind of feel that if you're going to have a quarterback play this position, like as this position, it needs to be Pat Mahomes as the offensive player of the year. If you're going, if you may as well give it to a different different position. There's no wide receiver. This this may all become moot anyway. Once you realise that I'm firmly in the Justin Jefferson camp, um, <laughs> Rich, um, where are you at? I'm I'm going a homer pick here. Uh, he's oh, a man, a man that has changed everything about the 49ers' offense since the trade. CMC has been an unbelievable player this year. He has got 1,800 yards from scrimmage he's been absolutely ridiculous save got save your breath until we talk about other categories i would suggest given where we I, are i i still uh, i recognize that he is up for other categories but he he got 100 yards from scrimmage in five out of six games from the panthers and then he came to the 49ers and made the 49ers look like they could make the Super Bowl. He's been an unbelievable player this year. I, I genuinely don't think I can argue against Justin Jefferson because he's been ridiculous. And Joe Burrow has been unbelievable. But I think CMC has to be in the mix for this uh, for this position. And I'm going to make that argument because I love him as a 49ers fan. And even before he was a 49er, I thought... He's just such a good player and everyone, a lot of people had written him off this year and he has been brilliant since he's come back. Adam, remember when you was like, this will be like an hour-ish. You <laughs> 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 know he's not going to win it, but he had to say it. He didn't quantify the ish. Uh, Russ voted for Jalen Hurts, so Justin Jefferson takes it on Russ, the majority. Russ, Russ isn't here. Um, so, you know. Not Who? a void. <laughs> oh, indeed. Um, Adam, just as a, a matter of interest, yeah, it's, it's going to be Jefferson just on the on the numbers. Um, but who would you have gone for or who are you going for? Uh, I've gone for, for Jalen Hurts, although I'm, there are a couple that I'm sort of... I, I, if I'm honest, I did it quite quickly earlier just to make sure I had a, a rough idea before <laughs> doing the podcast. Um, but you guys, the, the, the case for Justin Jefferson is, is pretty strong. But I think wider point of defining these awards not from my perspective if I'm honest but from the NFL's perspective of, of who should be in line for the offensive player of the year really should be like along with MVP should be uh, clarified I think at some point it just gets a bit ridiculous as to who should be who should win these awards but Jalen Hurts did a, had a great season uh, and the, the drop-off that the Eagles had when he he got injured was uh it was quite spectacular they, they couldn't win again until he was back and yes he played badly in, in the last um, last week of the season, but I, I think it, he deserves recognition. Uh, but then again, I, I probably waited that waited the quarterback back too much compared to uh, Justin Jefferson's uh, record. I think one of the most amazing things about the league this year has been the fact that this is not just a three or four quarterbacks in line for this award. I think there's been so much absolute quality at so many different positions that that we're arguing for wide receivers and running backs and that that makes a massive difference to the league i think so i i kind of feel like my heart that's the wrong it's not my heart i don't know what the, what, the, what it is there where mark's coming from about it not being a qb it just sort of feels the right way to go but maybe not for any particular reason um, it but, should be a skilled position rather than the best offensive rather than offensive player of the year that that would make life so much easier for everything i think yeah yeah <laughs> no, i hear you um all right, Justin Jefferson, 
um, gets in from us. So other side of the ball, uh, defensive player of the year. I think always a bit harder. Um, it's, it's, it's one of they don't necessarily get noticed so much on the highlights. So like unless, unless it's a player that is in your comp, sorry, I was going to say in, in your conference or division or that you you see regularly, it's sometimes hard to uh, hard to get on on the radar. Like unless it's very obvious. Um, generally, I think a defensive player of the year ends up being like a pass rusher for the, probably that reason. Um, but we'll, we will let the arguments commence. Why don't we start with you this time, Rich? Well, it's Nick Bosa, obviously. Right. Okay. Let's move on. Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Do I allow, am I allowed to say more? Um, nah, nah. No, no. You, <laughs> no start, all right. you started earlier. It's fine. So I don't want to, for me, uh, the defensive rookie of the year is 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 locked in. So I know that we have like this kind of you can't have two awards. You're right. Aiden Hutchinson has had a great season. <laughs> but, Get out of town. <laughs> but I think there's a legit argument that Source is both the best rookie and the best defensive player in the league, and simply because he impacts every single. Okay. Not because you're a Jets fan. From day, uh, you can look at, look at. You, I, I don't get me wrong. I am chuffed to have him, but you can't like football and not appreciate what he's done this year. It's it is it is otherworldly. It is it is it's not otherworldly. He's had a very I, good season. Is he the best defensive player in the league? No, he's not. In the top <laughs> 10. No, no, he is the best defender in the league. There is he's not. Maybe, he's maybe league. number ten. No, he's not. He's the best. He's the best. He's the best quarterback in the league, and he is someone who, within year one, you can't throw to him. Fantastic in man, great in zone. He uh, most passes defended in the league, and yet the second half of the season, no one threw at him. Like such a game changer. Now, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I'm a reasonable guy. I'm not suggesting that you know. Nick Bosa Breaking is news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. is a great conversation, and I'm I'm only doing this because, like I say, for me, there's no question when it comes to the, to the rookies. Um, but I just think he has been, he's been so such a difference maker. If if you if you argue if your argument is edge can influence a game more than corner, it's it's difficult to, you know, I can see that argument basically. But if you're talking about the best player. I feel, I feel like there are tactics in play already. A bit like Rich throwing in Bosa early, <laughs> slightly ahead of where he's... I didn't. I threw in CMC early. And, and see, the <laughs> Bosa made, came up. Bosa he, he definitely made, came up. He made um, such a difference into that Jets defence in the second half of the season. They must have won every game, did they? No, no, because he's doing it on his own, mate. What, what do you want oh, him to okay. do? Man's okay. giving up, like... I mean, to, to be fair, the Jets haven't missed the playoffs because of Source Gardner. I think that's clear to everybody. I'm in, I'm intrigued to see which uh, which Buffalo player Mark's about to argue for. Oh, go on then. Let's hear it. I doubt it will be actually. Um, no, I, it's either Nick Bosa or, or Michael Parsons for me. Um, both both fantastic seasons. I pr- I probably would lean slightly more towards Parsons, um, just because I I think he's more of a Racking ball and does more, but I mean, either way, I think they're both phenomenal players. Okay, I have a fear we're we're going to get nowhere here, uh, but let's see. Uh, Nate, 
Nick Bass is a fucking naughty boy, isn't he? He's so good. <laughs> I love watching him play football. Uh, yeah, Nick Bassa. Okay, uh, Pat. I agree with Bosa. Oh, we're getting some we're getting some traction here. How about that? Um, I think. Well, let's ju- let's jump a bit and go straight from there into defensive rookie of the year. Um, based on what what Craig's been saying now, much as I would love to <laughs> love to tear this apart, I kind of yeah it it feels like it feels like we know where this is heading. Um, stick your hand up if you have objections to Source being defensive rookie of the year. No, I'm, I, I I don't have strong objections. Um, let's hear them. Start with Pat. Well, my nomination went for Tariq Woolen, who's had a phenomenal season at cornerback at the Seahawks. And it's a coin flip between them, maybe, but they both had a good year. And I think Woolen's done more than I expected for his draft position, which is maybe why I'm ranking him slightly higher. Cornerbacks are tricky because like, it, it's the stats don't tell the story um, because they don't get thrown to. Like if they're... If they're incredible it's a bit it's it's like if you if you play this is the second mention of fantasy um tonight but if you play idp um picking picking dbs is an absolute crapshoot because the best players don't score the points because they're just they they throw away from them um so i think it's it's a harder one to to compare um which is probably why you have too much time on your hands adam well, you, you, well, my point, my point is that's definitely you know, true. That is true. <laughs> linebackers, pass rushers, you, know, you, it's more obvious. You know who who's getting all the sacks, who's who's getting all the all the pressures, um, all the tackles. But DBs, it's a bit different. Um, so I think I think that's probably why often the choices are pass rushers when we we do these um, because they get they get noticed a bit more. Yeah, if you've got. I think the the exception there is um, the Dallas guy. Uh, somebody help me out, Diggs, um, who just takes risks and he'll get burned, but then have a pick six on the next drive, and he you'll get everything from him. Um, so he he's he's probably great if you're playing fantasy for for IDP. Is he the best cornerback? No, he's not. Um, and that's the that's the argument for source. Like the simple fact is, and this is what I would. I would chuck in there is if you watch him, he doesn't lose one on one. That's the bottom line. He beats everyone. He, 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 you will think he's been, you, you will think he's beat and he's got makeup speed. I, I, I think there was one catch against the Bills for like 16 yards and you thought, oh shit, Source has been beat. And every Jets fan tweeted about it. It's like, oh my God, <laughs> got, got, somebody, somebody caught a ball on him. He's a bust. And he, and, he, and, and, and he never gave up another catch. Like, um, if you watch him, you, it, is, it, is, it is such an impressive thing to see. Like, I, I, I agree, Terrence Ter- Ter- had a fantastic year, but he wasn't the difference maker immediately the source was. You, could, you, you saw it happen after game seven, game eight. People just stopped running to him. Like, it was, it, 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 it is completely, it was a complete lock of a pick. He, he has been... I'd say he, for me, easily the best rookie. But you've got to think about there's probably top five defensive players in the league. Guy's been fantastic. I don't like this, but I do find myself agreeing. Um, I don't know I don't like this. I do. I don't, um, Nate, you, Nate, and Mark, I think, also had their hands up about 
differing opinions or different different defensive rookies that you want to bring up. So, uh, Mark, jump in. Uh, there's three clear ones in this category for me. Um, it's either Tariq Woolen, as, as Pat said, um, Aidan Hutchinson, and Kayvon Thibodeau. They're the uh, they're the three that I think that you need to discuss. Um, do you know what? As as hard as it is to admit, I think it's probably got to be Sauce. Um, so that's that's a strong <laughs> argument against him, Nate. <laughs> um, I'm going to really annoy you now because I'm probably going to agree with Sauce, but uh, I think for me it was like I put. Thibodeau to begin with like I loved him coming out of college I've loved watching him this season Ed Hutchinson's been quality Willen's been quality Source has been quality uh it's a coin flip but it's going it's going Source way and it's probably fair probably. okay but, but Thibodeau's oh. fucking awesome he's, he's brilliant and Aiden <laughs> Hutchinson I think has has got better as the season's gone on yeah. Um and I think he's going to be a phenomenal player next season for the for that Lions defense that definitely needed some help. He he doesn't have what Source has and that's some decent talent around him. Yeah. yeah. And the refs in his pocket. Yeah. <laughs> Rich you've been dying to cut in. I I think I think Aiden Hutchinson has been one of the best rookie edge rushers that we've seen for for some time and I think he's an absolute incredible talent. But as much as I hate to agree with Craig, this is Source Gardner. <laughs> Genuinely, this has to be Source Gardner. In. He's, he's <laughs> no, we've we've no, our, our rookies have not been that level. Uh, this is a game-changing generational talent for the Jets. I think the the difference making that this guy has is it's unbelievable. He. I've seen a few games for the Jets this year and the way that this guy plays is he's a lockdown corner. He's a guy that is going to make a difference for that team for probably a decade. And I I don't see any reason why you wouldn't give him the nod for this award. It, it There's a lot of talent. The annoying thing is there's a lot of talent here. There are guys here that would, in any other year, they'd be the standout rookie for you know, any of their teams across the league. I hate to give any credit to any Seahawks, but Woolen has been brilliant this year. But Source Gardner has been different. He's He's been a different level. And so we have to give him that award. This is, and we will. Yeah, we are. We're going to. It <laughs> seems that way. Um, Adam, anything to add on the defensive side, either player of the year or rookie of the year from from you? Uh, no, I, I think... I think Thor's Gardner is the, the best option. And as much as anything, it's the, the character that he's brought to the, the Jets that they've they've suddenly become a, a playoff threat. Yeah, they, it's, it's been a long time since the Jets were a, a playoff hopeful, let alone a playoff team. So just that that attitude has, has really helped. But he's he's backed it up on the field. We've we've seen the, the fair share of characters that, that haven't been backed it up on the field. And I think he's going to be key to, to the Jets for years to come until he gets traded. And that's not an anti-Jets thing. That's just a, a superstar. A 49ers rookie as, uh, as rookie of the year, but on the other side of the ball. Well, we, yeah, we'll, we'll be, that's exactly where we're going next. So Nick Bosa, defensive player of the year, um, Source Gardner, defensive rookie of the year. Sorry, Nate. I was going to say, it's probably just worth as well mentioning the cheese sauce moment as well. Just anything that, Kisses off Green Bay fans is worthy of inclusion <laughs> at the end. Of the season. <laughs> that was something special, wasn't it? Um, in in Lambo as well. Yeah, it is, beautiful, it is, absolutely yeah. beautiful. 
All right, then. Offensive rookie of the year. Assuming it's... it's <laughs> There he is. There he is. Um, let me guess, Rich. Which 49er is it that you've... Uh, you've unearthed that you'd like to talk about. <laughs> I would like to talk for offensive rookie of the year, Damian Pierce of the Texans. I think he I, has been. Rich, a... They're in the AFC, Rich. Have you even watched them? <laughs> What's going on? I think, I think Damian Pierce has been an absolute revelation for a team that has been absolutely moribund this year. Ooh, this moribund. is a player who was dead, on dead or dying. For a... he was on track for a thousand yards as a rusher as a rookie uh i think he's been an absolute shining light on a terrible terrible roster and i think a lot of people have overseen like the, the people have just not given this guy credit for what he's done on a genuinely, genuinely terrible roster as a brilliant rookie. And I think Damian Pierce deserves Rookie of the Year for me. That's a compelling shout, Nate. I had him as Rookie of the Year right up until he got injured, and I just can't give it to a player that played, didn't see out the season. You're absolutely right. In such a dreadful fucking unit as the Texans are, he has been sensational. Um, I say the same with Brees Hall. You know, yeah, absolutely. If you're going to argue for yes, a player who can. has been restricted on games played this year, this is this is why I've argued for Damian Pierce. Well, he played more than Hall, uh, didn't he? But yeah, I'm not. It, it, I'm not saying Hall. Uh, I'm saying Christian Watson. Um, okay. The okay. improvement improvement from the beginning of season three to the finish was amazing, and he looks like uh, if he continues on that trajectory. With or without a certain bell end of a quarterback, he could be, you know, their their future. He's shone. He's really shone in. It's, I mean, the, it sort of came out of nowhere as well. Like I wasn't expecting it. Like I was looking at the draft and thinking, okay, Chris Olave. I think he's going to be the one to sort of surprise everyone and be sensational. Uh, but Watson, just some of the plays he made, is just sensational, just un- unreal. And and he looks 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 a proper player. One of the few Tennessee Titans that I've been excited about this year has been Traylon Burks, who could have been, but again, missed too much time, missed yeah. too much time with injuries um, and concussions and a di- dirty hit, which I'm still not over. I, um, I was fucking rabidly furious when you drafted him. I mean, yeah, the, the narrative <laughs> around that should help ease that pain. But um, Mark, who have you got? Um, it's kind of the other way for people who are getting injured at the end. This is a guy who only um, came to light really after week six when Rashad Penny got injured. Um, It's Kenneth Walker III. Um, I think he's transformed the Seahawks offense and actually made them fairly relevant, considering he he didn't play a huge amount in the first six games. He still managed to get over 1,000 yards, ninth highest of all running running backs, Um, nine touchdowns in that time. He had more more runs over 20 yards than everyone except for Nick Chubb. Um, I think he looks electric for someone who the vast majority of people, me included, had no idea who he was um, coming into the start of the season. I think he's been a clear offensive rookie of the year for me. Great job. Pat? I went for Brock Purdy on the basis that he's come in as an unheralded rookie and looked better than 
the third round draft pick and the handsomest man to play in the NFL who saw his team <laughs> to the Super Bowl. Since he's came in, since he's come into the league, he has the highest, highest average QB rating as a rookie, as a third choice rookie who didn't get all of the first team reps in training camp and all that stuff that helps you build into a season. He's been phenomenal. And yes, it's only a partial season, but it's been a virtually flawless part of the season in the hardest position in the game. So I don't see how you can argue against that, although I have listened to why you all argue against that earlier. So uh, maybe I do see it now. <laughs> it's not um, enough games. That's the only argument that I have against him. The only thing I would say about against Brock Purdy, and like as, as I've mentioned before, I think he's been fantastic since he's come in, but he's in the most quarterback friendly offense that there is. Don't give me that. That, that argument holds water if he's winning games with a QB rating of 80 and getting carried <laughs> but, by his team. But he's, he's winning he's, games with a QB rating of 111. But he's getting but Pat Mahomes is trying much harder passes and completing. Oh, them. yeah. He Rock never Purdy does a one is... yard shovel pass that gets taken for 20 yards by Travis <laughs> Kelsey for a touchdown, does he? That never happens. <laughs> and, D- and, Debo, and, and Debo never gets 70 yards. After the catch to pad the stats, <laughs> of course he does. Um, I think he does. if like he's like I think see that... this argument coming. This is great. <laughs> I, I was just thinking Pat versus Mark is the, the argument I did not see. <laughs> also, but also I, Mahomes I versus Brock Purdy. I didn't expect either. But I mean that's going to be the, that's going to be the Super Bowl. So you we, sort of did expect it. We, we we spent we spend so much time talking about how our QB rating is bollocks and doesn't make any difference, and then we use it as an argument to give someone an award. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> we use whatever argument suits our argument at the time. That's what anybody. Using using stats to to suit your agenda doesn't sound like a football fan. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, and let's it, be fair, Mark's changed his tune since three days ago. One, <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 did I say that I thought Brock Purdy was poor? No, I think he's been brilliant, but I don't think he's offensive rookie of the year. Um, I'm not sure where we're going with this, Craig. Did you, you haven't? Although you sort of suggested that you uh, you wanted to talk about Brees Hall, but. Well, Brees Hall is, is, is... He would have been well, if he issue, didn't get hurt. Injured. Yeah, <laughs> the issue is the yeah. injury. Um, but there, there's a very simple answer to this. I'm surprised that we've gone around the houses. The, the answer is Garrett Wilson. Oh, fuck off. What jersey are you wearing? <laughs> led all rookies in uh, receiving yards this year with absolute... Potatoes throwing to him. Oh, yeah. And that's fair. Guy, guy's been fantastic. <laughs> like, um, and I don't know who said it. He's earlier, been the only target. Believe, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and he still hasn't got the ball. If you if you're a Jets, if you watch the Jets, you would. It's amazing to think that he's had the level of production that he has. Because if you watch the Jets, you think throwing him the fucking ball all the time. Like it's so fresh. Same with Priest when he wasn't when when he was there. Why is he not having the ball? Twenty touches a game. It's it's mental. Uh, but that's, I mean, that's the answer. Somebody mentioned Alave earlier, who's also, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad at that. And I wouldn't be mad yeah, at that. I can't believe we haven't had a conversation about London. But the answer is, of all rookies, Garrett Wilson has had the best performance, in my opinion. He's been fantastic. That, we that, have, that's we the, have that's mentioned, those three crucial words. We have mentioned, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's all opinion. This is what this is. Exactly, they're all assholes, mate. We, yeah. <laughs> <We've got one. laughs> there's, there's something incredible happening here. Adam has the decider, unless well, it I, goes I, more rogue. 
yeah well the, the other adam the adam we need your help um I, I, you, Brock, did, I, I think he's been absolutely fantastic. As I said, the only argument is, is short numbers, but given what he had, it, it, sorry, given what time he had and given how he's performed against expectation, it was, as Mr. Relevant, getting a first down is impressive in the NFL, let's be honest. Get, and he has led them to, to wins. But if, if, the, if, if that's not enough time over the five games stretch to, uh, to get the award, then I'd go with Chris Olave, if I'm honest. He's been absolutely fantastic for the Saints with after quarterback, and yet he's still gone for a, a thousand yards over over fifteen games. He, he's been spectacular. My issue with Purdy is the is the small sample size or smallish yeah. sample size. Um, That's the only reason I'm not arguing for it. I <laughs> I don't I think believe... you can argue for it with the amount of games he's had. Yeah, I literally so, just did. I'm sorry, Pat, but it doesn't make sense. He has. You're not sorry. Enough. I, I do have another argument to make for Brock Purdy. He got drafted below Tom Brady. We might finally stop hearing about that Um Just before we... I don't know if this feels right. Um, dare I say... What did Russ say, Pat? Did he fill all this in? Russ said Brock Purdy. Oh, we're gonna have to. That, there's, there's a reason to not give it to him. Though. I mean, you, yeah, Adam, what did you, to. what did you, what did you say? You haven't, you haven't weighed in on this yet. Uh, well, I haven't, I haven't said, I haven't given an answer for any of them. I've just decided that I'm going to let the let sure the chat. So, well, Come on, Switzerland. Tell <laughs> us your answer. <laughs> Is it <Bert>? well, <laughs> the, Enough, enough of you have now said it's Brock Purdy, so it's going to have to be Brock Purdy. I don't think I agree, but not that. If we'd seen if we'd seen sixteen games like we've seen for the last five or six or whatever many it is, then then fine. Who would you have gone for? Then? I can't I can't believe that Brock Purdy's winning this, and I have argued That's against crazy. it. Crazy, <laughs> crazy. That's like Nick Foles winning it. This is nuts out here. <laughs> it's ludicrous. Is that you getting Matt Flynn? What are we doing here? Yeah. Christ Almighty! I don't know. Considering don't... the weapons he's got around him, there's other players who perform better in much worse teams. Can we, like, can he, we give it to Sauce Gardner as well? He's chucking yeah. the ball to fucking yeah. Christian McCaffrey and Debo Samuel. <laughs> Literally. No, that's a good... That is, uh, I mean, I love that, I love the guy, but he's not He's not had enough games too. to, to, to take this. Can we try and force Adam off the fucking fence? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, the, the problem out. is, the problem is of the people that we talked about, either Pierce or maybe Christian Watson... Prick, prick my ears the most, I think, but just fucking pick one. It has no, it, it's, I mean, three of you have said it's Purdy, so that's that's where we have to go. Um, <laughs> I know Rust barely counts because he's fucking not here. Crazy. <laughs> that's the first time democracy's done something good in about 40 years. <laughs> I mean, if it restores Pat's faith in democracy, we have to do it. So here we are, Brock, Brock Purdy. Oh, and Ken how, Walker how, wins how this on the night. You'll there? all be, you'll all be sorry. Uh, I mean, we won't care, right? <laughs> now, now up to now up for an award that I expect to be. I expect an argument. Um, comeback Player of the Year. Now, this this is it's a weird award in the first place because you're essentially rewarding somebody who got injured. Um, Always crap. Always, yeah, <laughs> Always <that's> terrible. <laughs> uh, but this is an interesting one. It, it's. I was following the odds on this sort of early in the year. Now, the the smart money at the start of the season was probably Derek Kemry. 
because of his injury last year. Um, the smart money after about a month was Saquon Barkley uh, because he looked absolutely incredible uh, when he, he hadn't been. He's had injuries himself. Uh, but the the name that's... Yeah, here, here you go. Opinion from me on this one. The name that's come out from the crowd is is Geno Smith in Seattle. So, um, I, the weird thing is, I'm not sure he's actually come back to where he was even he's eclipsed where he ever was yeah um, that's the thing i think that he looked, uh, he's, he's actually like top 10 in the league this year that's why he's come back player of the year for me but most, most players far better yeah well most players who win this have come back to a similar level to where they were before this is this is different so it, it, i don't know if it makes him more deserving or if it makes the de- definition of the award slightly flawed i'm not sure but I, that to me that's that's the name that has has shone out, and he he's been great, and nobody saw it coming. That's the thing, nobody. Like again, I just wish they define what what you have to come back from to be comeback player of the year. <laughs> I mean, the abyss like, is much more your, impressive your than. <laughs> yeah, I think coming back from the abyss of being considered to be a really dodgy option as a starting quarterback to absolutely well, most people expected Drew Lock to get the gig, right? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So he won out when everyone, everyone like the, the Seahawks are like, oh yeah, we're going to go with Gina Smith. And everyone's like, ah, you're finishing. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then, and then, uh, and then they went to the, went and, went and, went and did what they did. And Gino was phenomenal. Like, if you look at the way he's played in the past, I was going to make a case for Saquon Barkley because I think, I think a lot of people had written him off. I'd written him off. I was like, he is done in this league. There's not another snap he's going to play that's going to be have any relevance like he just cannot be trusted like he's great but his legs are not <laughs> like he just got like he's a he's a walking injury but there's just not there's no point in but he's been sensational again this year like no within reason right like Derek Henry's never never an option don't even start that one um <laughs> it's it's Gino there's not there's no other argument I I can see too some other arguments are going to be made you're wrong <laughs> There's definitely other arguments. But Go on, let's, let's, let's hear them then, Pat. Let's hear them. <laughs> we, we've mentioned him already. I went for Christian McCaffrey on the basis that his comeback has been so good, people have forgotten it's a comeback. And when the Niners traded for him, there was all that, oh, he's always injured. This is a shit trade. They're throwing the draft picks away and a guy who gets injured every season. He's played every game. He's looked phenomenal. His production has been as good, if not better, than it was before his injury. So he's a strong case to pick this award up, I think. I can't wait for him to get injured this weekend now, then. Please oh. do not say that. <laughs> I, I, I want to jump in on this because he had 700 rushing yards in the last two seasons, and he's had 1,800 yards from scrimmage this year. This is a guy who deserves to be in the mix. You, on you this literally just compared. App- I'm not. You're not wrong, but you literally just compared apples with. <laughs> Thank apples. you. Shush. <laughs> oh wait, wait. Craig, you're not allowed they're, they're to talk too, about stats. Di- you don't like stats. stats. You're not allowed to talk about stats. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like stats. But you can't. You can't bring up a stat and be like, "Hey, he he ran this last year, but he jumped this this year." I could be bothered to look up what he did the last two years on uh, from scrimmage. But CMC has had an absolute transformation. It was, so I can tell yeah. <laughs> if, It definitely if it wasn't, wasn't that. If it wasn't for Geno Smith doing ap- what absolutely nobody, including Geno Smith, expected, <laughs> you would probably be right. 
about CMC because it is phenomenal that the, the correct usage and not just giving him the ball every play of every single drive so unsurprisingly breaks the fucker. Like, <laughs> correct usage, you get great value off him, incredible value off him. But Geno Smith is far and away the, the right option. All right, we have the heard thing, from... The thing, have... with, the thing with CMC is that he, he had 100 yards on five out of six games for the Panthers before he was even traded. Like, the guy was on the way back. And I second still time, second think... Second time we've used that stat. And, and I still think that we <laughs> should probably be arguing not the for last. Geno Smith. I still... No, this is a point. I still think we're arguing for Geno Smith. Because I genuinely think what he's he, what Gina has done this year is absolutely unreal on a Seahawks team that everyone thought was absolutely going to finish second or third from bottom in the league, and the guy has absolutely put it together. It is unreal what he's achieved, and honestly, I'd love to argue for CMC making this award, but it, it is Gino. And like, so and like drunk, receivers as well. On top of that, yeah. I, the, the the fact that Rich is arguing for Seahawks over 49ers, I don't know what you've been drinking. <laughs> it, a lot. The, uh, but honestly, it's more than that. Gino's been unbelievable this year. The the answer is the answer is Gino. Source Garden. What a comeback um, from college. <laughs> Joe Flacco. <laughs> the, the issue the issue for CMC for me is and um I don't know. I, I didn't. I didn't Google the definition of the award, but I don't think it's a comeback. Like the guy. Ha- okay, cool. He's been injured, but he's been brilliant the whole time. Nobody. He's played. No, he's played ten games no, in two years, and every game he's played, nobody questioned how good he's been. Right. That. That's the point that I'm making. Not only that, is the I can't. Hear, I think Adam just said like using CMC in this way where you've got. Debo and Ayuk. I mean, it's it's money. So you, for me, argue for offensive player of the year or even maybe MVP. But I don't, I don't see it being comeback player of the year. Gino, who everyone thought couldn't play football, backed himself time and time again, and has come back and has has been one of one of the top ten quarterbacks this year. The only reason the Seahawks are relevant, quite yeah. even Metcalf has had a bad a down year, who is for me one of the best athletes in the league. Like. This guy has been, and and the reason Kenneth Walker has been able to do as well as he has is because Gino has been as good as he has been. Like it, it, the answer is Gino. The the only player that you'd be more surprised doing it is Tim Tebow, isn't it? Like that's how bad Gino used to be. Like <laughs> that's next year's comeback player of the year. <laughs> Gino's had a better year this year than Russell Wilson had last year. Yeah, and to, to the fact that they haven't missed a step, losing what was considered a top five quarterback in the league um, and have actually improved shows how good a season he's had when absolutely no, people didn't thought he shouldn't even be a backup. Fucking okay. hate Seahawks. Not how me. have they managed this? Don't worry Don't about it. He'll fall, he'll fall off a cliff next year. Don't worry. It's fine. Um, but <laughs> he is our comeback player of the year. That is fairly clear. Right. Here we go. Let's get into, let's get, Get into the proper Barney's coach of the, the year. Let's get into the Mike Tomlin award for stupid decisions. <laughs> I mean, I it's not Tomlin. I did say to, I, I did start talking about Tomlin in this way a couple of weeks ago. I've since climbed down from that. Do you know what? What is what he's done, like to give him his credit, he's not the coach of the year. 
But to get that team to the record they got to with the talent they have mental. is a mental achievement. Mark, Mark, imagine imagine if he'd been in the uh, in the NFC South, he'd have won that comfortably. Comfortably, we wouldn't, yeah. be, we wouldn't even be talking about Tom Brady. It's um, it's it's <laughs> what he what he's done with a the like a rookie quarterback, rookie wide receiver, injuries, holes all over the team. Like it's, it's incredible. The guy is an absolute genius, but he's not coaching it. There's just too we... many other. There's too many other options here. That's the problem. So why are we talking about yeah. a man who's not coach of the year at ten to ten? Come on, guys. I mean, you, you make a you make a good argument. The, the fact that they're not now in the playoffs kind of suggests. Like, it, I think I don't think he was a million miles from being. We're still to... talking about him. <laughs> oh, the the one's name that's getting prickly. Um, where, have you, where have you got to be? You uh, you got an appointment half past half past ten tonight or he, something? He, he wants to make sure he's he's got plenty of energy for Stevenish tomorrow. Exactly. Is Brian playing? Dable is the answer to this question. Right. He's dragged the corpse of the Giants with a, just a receiving core of random guys off the street to uh, the second round of the playoffs, and that's an absolute miracle. I wanted to vote for Doug Pedersen, but <laughs> I looked at the investment that was made into that team compared to the Giants, and it should be less of a surprise that Pedersen has got us to where we've got to than that Dable's got the Giants to where they've got to. I mean, I, I completely agree uh, with almost all of that. This might be easier than I thought. I'm with Pat. Like, he's made Daniel Jones look like an actual quarterback. And no one thought that anyone I mean, could make Daniel Jones look like an actual he's, quarterback. He's still not. He's, against... he's not. So Whoa, good, good on if him. You watched, good on if you watched the game against the Vikings, it was unbelievable. He looked composed. He looked, he looked like he knew what he was doing. He looked like he understood the scheme. Dable is, and I would love to argue for Shanahan because this is a man who's gone through three quarterback injuries this year, two quarterback injuries. He's on a guy who's Mr. Relevant. Shanahan in any other year would be argued for coach of the year. And I'm still arguing for Brian Dable here. Like it, it, what he's achieved with that Giants roster is unbelievable. I think Rich is really pleased for him. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that drunk. <laughs> Mate, you uh, uh something to I, add? Think, or not? I, I really, yeah, I mean, Dable is an, an obvious front runner for this. Um, I mean, and the uh, Pat's comments about it's, it's not, taking, it's not Jeff guys, Saturday, it's not taking guys. Jeff Saturday's not winning this. Ah. <laughs> nobody, nobody he here is. Does he want a game no, on a Saturday? Nobody here, <laughs> nobody here is here to talk about the Colts. So just get it out of your mouth, get it out of your mind, fuck off. Um, Pat made a comment about he's Dabol's winning with guys off the you know wide receivers off the street. Obviously, you got to think that like, he's done all this, and Kenny Golladay is still there, seventy-two million contracts. He's made six receptions this year. Six receptions. He they've had him there for two years, twenty-six games, uh, and he's got one touchdown. That, that's a fucking expensive touchdown. So Dabol is <laughs> huge. Huge, huge shout. Uh, but I think, uh, personally, I'm going Nick Sirianni. It's just too easy. It's oh, it's too easy. Sometimes easy is right option, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean. I don't mean the choice. I mean the job he's had. The like with that, with the players he's got. Nick um, Sirianni surely can't get it for the quality. same reason that Cole Shanahan can't get it. There's too much talent on that roster when you compare it to what the Giants have 
this season. Exactly. The, the Giants have been have a bang average roster and they're one of the top eight teams in the league. And that's largely because of Brian Davis. They're not even bang yeah. average. They're a fucking terrible roster. There's a lot of <laughs> there's so much nonsense on that roster, and yet they've still made the playoffs. It's unbelievable. And they've won a lot of they won a lot of really tight close games, like the Titans in week one, that game in London against the Packers, um, the playoff game against the Vikings. Like they they keep winning difficult, tight games by just being ballsy at the right time and and yeah. bringing the they stones get, when they needed it in the fourth they're, quarter. They're, they're, they're certainly they're going to coach. Up. They're going to beat the Eagles. No, they're not. Um, no. But Mark, any, anything anything to add? Um, I think Dable's a great shout. The thing that, like, the knock on him for me is that we spend weeks and weeks and weeks during the regular season talking about how fucking lucky the Giants have been to win games and they're frauds and they shouldn't be in the position they're in. They're actually terrible. And then we're voting their head coach, coach of the year. Yeah, but um, that's the reason there. He's done. He's really? done. A, he's done a good job, no question. But <laughs> for me, I think it's. A, I think it's probably more of an outside shout. But I think that there, there has to be at least honourable mention for Dan Campbell um, to turn around yeah. that roster um, to make yeah. them with with the talent they've got on defense with their starting quarterback, who is a worse player than Daniel Jones. Um, to get them to play the brand of football that they're playing, to get them to be a team that should have been in the the playoffs um, ahead of some of the teams that made the playoffs, um, to be one of the most fun teams and on the best run in the second half of the season to watch in the NFL. Um, I think where from where the journey he's been on, from where he's gone to where the Lions are now, I think he's done a phenomenal job. And if only the Rams had beat the Seahawks, he might have got it. Here yeah, we well, exactly right. If only they'd beaten the, the Panthers Rams. the week before. If, I, if I, 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 there, I love, I love the shout. I love the shout for Dan Campbell. Uh, and it's a shame there's not like a Team of the Year award because the Lions would get it because yeah. there's not another team in the league that has had that many entertaining games yeah. as as the Lions. They are so much fun to watch because they're so they're so much so so ridiculous on offense and so bad on defense. Um, Dan Campbell, yeah. He's a, he's a great shout. But it probably is Dave Owen, let's be, let's be fair. Craig Adam. looks furious. Oh, well, there's something. It's not, it's not, it's not the, it's not the, it's not the who's the, who's the best guy award. It's not who's had the most fun awards. It's the coach of the year. That's and why he's thing. not my answer. And it's Mike Tomlin. <laughs> I, I, I'll be honest. <laughs> I, I, I did, I think I've even written in the, in the spreadsheet uh, table, but um, Rich, you had it right. The answer is Shanahan. Like, he's had all of this challenge over QB. The scheme is what makes the Niners the best team, right? We, there's every chance that they come away with a Super Bowl. And I think when you look back and to think if we haven't given, like the guys are going to, I, there's no reason they don't win the Super Bowl. And I, there's no way the Giants win the Super Bowl. I, 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 I think. Compare the rosters. That's the point. Yeah, yeah but, like, yeah. You, but I, I, I hear that's that. The, that's the only reason I'm not the making coach, the argument. The coach has to make that work. And the coach has made it work with when any, any other team, when your first, second string QB go back, go down, and uh, I've got a pretty good... Yeah, but they, he's York. done. You're he's done. managed. You're the done. 49ers You're... have done that. They've had their third choice QB is still better than the Giants' first choice QB. Yeah, but we're only saying that now. We're only saying that there's no way you... That, and like, don't get me wrong, Purdy's played really well. 
But we've also acknowledged the fact that he's done well in the best scheme in the league. You can only have the best scheme in the league if you've got a very fucking good coach. I, 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 I think it's madness. I think I, I'm like, with you. All, I think all great, all phenomenal. Brock Purdy, Brock Purdy could have just come out from phenomenal scouting from people like Rand Carthen. You know that that they're the, they're the heroes. <laughs> stop uh, trying, stop up. trying. Shoehorning the Titans. <laughs> I think, they're yeah, getting I, no I, awards. I, I I totally agree. Actually, I think out of Dable and Shanahan, it's Shanahan for me. To, for someone to be able to still have a team that is oh for fuck's sake one of was, the Super Bowl we, favorites. We, we had it. We had a a decision. And you've just <laughs> you're just derailing it. Yeah, Adam, you, Adam, you've been waiting really patiently. Um, well, I, I, it, it may be a bit of a moot point now, but I think the the, the point against Dan Campbell is that surely the, uh, the the opportunity for the segue is that Ben Johnson is coordinator of the year, Brian Dable should be the coach of the year, but then you bring Carl Shanahan in as a as a comparative. So I, I think Ben Johnson, as as the Lions' offense has been fantastic and the defense has been terrible, maybe Dan Campbell shouldn't get that award. Johnson should get the uh, the coordinator. There's there's an argument now. I mean, there's there's the 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 really old doping issues from the Seoul Olympics, but we've got to get past that. <laughs> if we're if we're if we're Every laying time. in on uh, either or, I'm gonna go Shanahan over over Dable just to try and get him in. God damn it, Rich! <laughs> oh, I've got to think about. I'm going, Day- I'm going Dable instead of Siriano. I'm going Dable. Um, right, well, that's about 17 votes for Dable then, although some of them have flip flopped. Yeah, it's the flip floppers that. Yeah, um, Pat, Adam, what are Adam, who Where are you? I was fairly strongly in the dayball camp, and I'm a, a man of my principles, so I'm sticking with that. Yeah, Pat's not flip flopping. Uh, Adam, I think you were dayball as well, or you were initially, and maybe you flip flopped. <laughs> uh, no, I'm 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 dayball. I'd, I'd go with uh, coaching a team to a really good standard with low quality is is a better. Job than, than coaching a really good, really high talent roster. Not to say that Carl Tannehill hasn't had a fantastic season and, and proved some of the doubters wrong from way back when, uh, from earlier in his 49ers career as a coordinator for the uh, for the Falcons. But I, I think Dave Ball has done a better job for this particular year. If I was to pick one to to uh, coach my team next year, then I'd probably go with uh, with Shanahan. But for the for the work done this year from. Uh, from being hired until, until now, we're talking about like he's playing. Oh, fucking mental! We're talking about him as though he's got like he's got fucking like Jalen Hurts as his quarterback. If I, if I, if I, if I could choose who coach me, I, I, I'd have Shanahan, but, but, but for the year, oh, Shanahan's the answer. And the reason Shanahan's the answer is is oh, sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> Should we just give it to Mike Tomlin? <laughs> Right, 2022 long snapper coach of the year is Mike Brabel. There you go. No. Mike <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think it's I think it's four three Dable. If I could bring some order to this, um, I, I'm especially fond of Adam's answer because he's given us a steer with the next question. Um, so let's try and let's try and go there. So Ben Johnson potentially coordinator of the year. I think there are going to be some other names thrown out here. Which which is it which niner coordinator is it, Rich? Neither. It is Shane Waldron of the Seahawks. What he did with that offense, which was expected to be probably bottom five of the league, it was expected to fall off a cliff. It was all oh, so it's on down to him. Right. So we Russell need to Wilson. Gino from comeback player of the year and bring that back. 
yeah, whatever. Like it's 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 got to be a combination of all of that stuff, right? But Waldron has done an absolutely <laughs> incredible job. Whether you want to take Geno Smith as a, a player that everyone had written off and the ability to run that offense in a way that Russell Wilson had previously and everyone said no one else could do it, or the fact that he was able to get a brilliant rookie season out of Kenneth Walker, that man did an incredible job, and I hate giving any Seahawk credit, but he deserves all of the credit for this season. This is a tough night for you so far, Seahawk credit. <laughs> Drunk Rich is really odd. <laughs> um, Pat, any? There are going to be some other names. I realise this, so this might be this might be. Yeah, it might one. be. It end up with six different names. It won't because I've can see the spreadsheet. I went for D'Amico Ryan's on the basis that that unit has been phenomenal consistently. I can't do that. All He's got too much talent. Oh, sorry. sorry yeah. <laughs> too much talent. You can't pick him because of that reason. You've got to go with someone who's got shit players. That's the rule <laughs> <I'm>... now. <laughs> Love how petty and childish it's getting. It's all about coaching, Mark. <laughs> Clearly. Classic salty mark. Uh, yeah, D'Amico rides for me. I've licked him. He's very salty. Mark's salty despite picking Dayball initially. It's brilliant. This is I so didn't good. pick Dayball. I'm sure you did. Oh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I'm definitely past the point of caring. Um, Nate, you've got your hand up. Politely, uh, which is weird. The uh, I've picked uh, Ajiro Evere, the uh, first-year uh, defensive coordinator for the Broncos. Um which is weird because the Broncos are shit. Um, <laughs> well, they're, but, they're, they're um, shit on, shush, they're shush, shit on shush, offense. Shush, yeah. um, they uh, they held the defense. They held uh, opponent offenses to under twenty points in eight of the first eleven games, and only allowed twenty three points more than one well once um, as a as your first season as offensive coordinator uh, as a, as an assistant coach. Uh, that is some of the plaudits have to go to him. I think he's done a fucking belter of a job and, you know, he's he's in the mix for a couple of head coach jobs. He won't get them, I would assume. Um, but, you know, he's getting interviews after a single season as a defensive coordinator and that's testament to the fact that he's done a fucking bang-up job. Um, there are several people that could get it and I don't disagree with anybody that's been mentioned so far. Um, so I look forward to 10 Craigie's wrong. As you know, I, can see, I can see the spreadsheet. He's he's also right, but it's it's really tough. It's really it's a really tough one. But I had to go for someone different. Um, I haven't looked at the spreadsheet, as you can tell. Craig, who is who is the name in there? <coughs> the answer is D'Amico Ryan's, and I'll let Pat tell you why. I mean, he sort he of already, already did. did. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of walked away at one point. Well, there you go. So, so, Craig had so to get a drink. He had to get his own drink. Ridiculous, I know. Tragic. I'm kicking off over here, but yeah, that's the answer. So let's see if Mark's going to make this better or worse. I know what my money's on. Go on, Mark. Uh, Whatever, (laughs) give it to Tobiko Rise. I don't care anymore. (laughs) Oh, Mark, don't be like that. (laughs) Which Bills coordinator did you want? Leslie Frazier, if we're going to pick one. (laughs) What, the guy from Airplane? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Right. I mean, the, these these choices are getting less and less popular the further we get. But D'Amico Ryan's is our, our coordinator of the year, I guess. Um, right, let's look at some positions. Um, and the, our all pro team. We're obviously not going to do every every position, but um, 
clean slate insofar as any names getting duplicated. Um, so some of this might be easier than others. Uh, we're going to do skill positions. And <laughs> you then, clearly haven't looked at the spreadsheet. I, I, you, you know I haven't looked at the spreadsheet. Um, we will start with quarterback. And are we, are we... Is this too obvious? I don't know. Um, have any names that aren't Patrick Mahomes come up? It's got to be him. Mahomes Wait, isn't there at we, all. It's, is Mahomes... Is Mahomes not scrubbed from this for getting MVP. No, th- no this is the all pro team. This is different. This uh, is this is literally discussed like in boys. WhatsApp earlier. Uh, and <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to that shit. Me me either. Let me just change my answer. I, I had Jalen Hurts, but fine. If it's Mahomes, it's Mahomes. Right. I mean, yeah, if he's MVP, then he's gotta be the lead QB yeah, by default, absolutely. right? Even though I didn't vote for him because I voted for individual people. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I didn't duplicate anyone. The spreadsheet is binned, um, not literally, because that might make the admin quite difficult. But um, (laughs) Patrick Mahomes is our QB running back, just one running back, which feels weird. It's, 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 oh, for fuck's sake. Um, Sorry, no one else has gone CMC. I mean, the leading rusher should get a mention, um, Josh Jacobs, who weirdly, sure I mean, it's Craig. I, I, we haven't really discussed Josh Jacobs that much on the pod this year, and I remember speak like speaking about him two or three years ago, and almost sort of arguing about you know, is this guy good enough? Um, and there were a lot of doubts cast towards him, and he's just. <laughs> He's even just by his absolutely, own even yeah. I mean, rightly, <laughs> rightly, but he's just he's just come. He's been a, a absolute revelation. Um, some of those, you know, he's had some monster games this year. I don't think he's been. I think he's just done what he's done. It, it's it's such a hard <clears throat> the thing about running back. Is it is such a difficult position to look good doing. Your success relies so heavily on other people being successful. And you can do well and look bad doing it. And a lot of the time, that's what happened last year. Like, a lot of stats, you'll have a 50-yard run, a 1-yard, 2-yard, 10-yard run, 1-yard, 2-yard, 12-yard run. And you can look good, but if every time you're rushing the ball three and four yards, which was happened last year, it can look bad. But what more can you do? And that's that's literally still good production. Like I, I, I love Josh Jacobs. I think he is the best running back. I do think it's it's a tricky one when you consider what CMC does. Because I think despite us taking Josh Jacobs, I'm sure I think most of us will go Josh Jacobs. If we all had to pick, it's, we only had one spot at running back. I think we'd all take CMC. So that does shame. I, I guess that. I mean, I think I think. But, yeah, I think this is where this might go, but it's a... For yeah. a pure running back, it's hard to look outside of Josh Jacobs. This is, this is the problem we've got, because it's, there's, there's one running back in this all-pro team. And, yeah, just because CMC is arguably a bit of a slash player, shouldn't necessarily count him out. Um, and that, that's where I'm leaning, for what it's worth. Um, Rich, I don't think I need to ask you twice... <laughs> I I obviously I'm gonna 
vote for CMC, but I, I agree with Craig. I think Josh Jacobs has been an unbelievable player this year in a team that has not been very good. And he came into the start of the season looking like a player who was just, the, the team didn't believe in him. The coaching staff were giving him a bit of shit. Like he, he didn't seem to have a lot going for him. And yet he, he had a great season. But my argument for CMC is he came into the 49ers. We were averaging 16, 17 points on offense a game. And we went to 26 points a game after he joined. Like the man has made an incredible difference to the way that the what 49ers about before, What about when he was game. back still at the Panthers? What were his numbers like then? <laughs> Five out of six Nearly games, he went over 100 <laughs> yards. <laughs> Because it says so in my notes. <laughs> He's that's that all stat. it says. That's it. <laughs> the, the, the CMC is an incredible offensive weapon. Like there's there's nothing that you can argue against him on that front. I if we are arguing impact and what a player can do, CMC has made the difference between the 49ers looking like a playoff team who can do something at a team who can potentially make the, the, the Super Bowl. And that is that is what he's done this year. Like he is an incredible, incredible player. And I don't think anyone else can be argued for running back of the year in the all pro team. I, I think that if you're going to pick a running back, I don't see how you can pick someone that's run literally 500 yards less than the person who's won the run the running back award and has for less rushing touchdowns is good. This has to be Josh Jacobs for me. I mean, despite what you said there, Mark, I feel like we might. Um, so interesting to see where the toys go. <laughs> um, but I'm, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, Nate. Um, I think uh, we're probably going to land on CMC, and it's probably the right decision to be completely honest. Uh, Jacobs has had a great year. I don't really like him, but I can't. I'll, I will <laughs> begrudgingly not not deny it. Um, but I think uh, I, I, my initial uh, shout was Jamal Williams because he scored four more touchdowns than any other running back in the league. And I think the fact that nobody's even considered him, frankly, you should all be ashamed of your bellends. I'm being a little bit sharp. I'm being a little <sighs> bit dramatic. Um, I think uh, I think he's I think he's class, uh, Jamal Williams. And I think to do that, 17 in a uh, Lions team i know they're sort of point hungry and they score scored a hell of a lot of points right but like they're jared fucking goff and their o-line isn't stunning um so yeah jamal williams has had a mad year um so you need to mention this, this is CMC. feeling tricky it's i'll have that light at the end but it's probably cmc um 1100 yards you're running back in the year can't have so rushed 1100 yards is. He scored 17 touchdowns. 17 fucking touchdowns. I'm not, really I'm not talking about I'm not talking about Jamal Williams. I'm no, talking about no. CMC. Well, Jamal Williams <laughs> got less. Jamal Williams got 1,800 yards from, from scrimmage. Yeah, that's not a running back. Jamal, ca- any, Jam- any fucker can catch the ball. Jamal, Jamal Williams is... <laughs> you run. wouldn't know about running backs. The Bulls have got no running backs. You've had 200 <laughs> yards from run, all of your running backs. And, and any fucker can't catch the ball, just to be sad. Any fucker cannot catch the ball. <laughs> your long just stop the podcast, all pro running back is James Cook. There we go. Um, <laughs> just for the record, 
for the record, uh, Jake, Josh Jacobs has got two thousand and fifty yards from uh, scrimmage over the last season. So I, 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 do, <laughs> I think you were going to be my way, Adam. But I, I was going to go with uh, with Josh Jacobs. If you look at his average uh, yards per game, it's absolutely gone through the roof this season compared to certainly the last two years. But uh, all his years in the NFL, he's. I think it might be the addition of Devontae Adams that's helped him. And, and let's not get into the too much talent side, but I think hmm. Josh Jacobs has been by far and away the best pure running back. There, it, it does have to be, to be said that there's not something, not an award for that, that running back receiver hybrid that the CMC sort of fills. Uh, but I think Josh Jacobs has been the, the best running back this season. And the reason that there's only one running back on this list is because there's only one running back on the AP list. That's the only reason it's not. If he managed to get the uh, the Raiders over the hump and they got into the playoffs and have made a massive run, then yeah, we should definitely get him in the team. Well, we right. have because I went for right. Jacobs as well, which puts him 4-3 ahead of CMC. Fuck! <laughs> so, 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 like, like, a, like Pat's shout that Hutchinson can't possibly can be considered because the Lions' defense shit. That argument falls flat on its ass. Yeah, all of a sudden when it's someone else, yeah, not, not, not the same, not the same in the slightest. Of course, of course, of course, it is. Jacobs didn't pull the Raiders to the. Uh, Playoffs. Hutchinson didn't pull the Lions to the playoffs. Look, no, be... no. Let listen, listen. Nonsense. The Raiders. The, listen before you say nonsense. The Raiders' rushing attack was top half in the league. The Lions' defense is thirtieth and thirty and twenty eighth, depending on whether you're looking at rush or pass. So, so wait, it's does not that the mean Aiden thing. Hutchinson should get more kudos for the, what he did? Being in that, incredible. In that yeah. Offense? Yes. No. Yes, no. He absolutely. Fucking shit. <laughs> Aiden Hutchinson can win the award for Red Zone Player of the Year because he does flashy <laughs> shit, but not a lot in between. Source You're all calmed in by it. I, I, you said it's four three, Adam? Pat. Did you, Josh Jacobs? I can't even remember who I said. Did I? Josh vote, Jacobs I think and I Craig. What did you say? Say CMC, and then it's, it's <laughs> four three CMC. Well, let's make this official very quickly. Vote, Adam. Adam, you were Jacobs. Jacobs. Sorry. Pat. Jacobs. Mark. Jacobs. Nate. CMC. Rich. CMC. Craig. Jacobs. Yeah, there you go. It's four. Doesn't matter what I say. Jacobs it is. <laughs> you um, sit on that fence. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Tight end. Chelsea, next. <laughs> that was quick. Move on. Some, some, someone make an argument for Freemouth or something. Go on. <laughs> Dawson Knox. Right, moving Dawson, on. No. <laughs> no, let's let's make this easy for a change because we've done this a couple of times and someone's gone, yeah, it's obviously him. And then like with five out of us have maybe on board and then someone will go, yeah, but... And then suddenly it's, <laughs> it's all gone. It's all derailed. So let's not do that here. Um, we're going to get to wide receivers and have the annual Mona Adam, whose fault it isn't, um, for <laughs> making us pick a slot receiver. <laughs> Can't we just pick three, the three best wide receivers? Can we not just uh, do no, that? No. I'll, I'll, I'll duck duck now. That, that, that's, that, that's what I did. I was like, I'm not going specifically slot. No. I just picked the three. Because, three, because the NFL three that doesn't do that anymore. Nah, it's fine. Isn't, isn't, uh, isn't Hill a slot receiver? So we can just put him in the slot and have Jefferson and AJ Brown He's play not, alongside is, him. Is he, is he one of the three best wide receivers? I'm not sure he is. I agree. Um, 
they I mean I'm with I'm with I'm with the expression that is on Craig's face right now he's absolutely one of the top three rival receivers it's it's Sauce Gardner isn't it (laughs) Brian Cable wins the receiver Hill's slot rate is 28.7 34th in the league so he's not high enough I don't think to count in that slot category certainly not compared with your Amon Ross and and Christian Kirk I don't know because I haven't found a thing that puts it in a table. I know Christian Kirk is third with 52%. Aaron Russell Brown is 10th with 46%. So they're the two nominees that I've been putting forward for the slot. I put Aaron Russell Brown forward, not necessarily because he was a, a slot receiver, but I think he, he's worthy of, of an All-Pro award. Um, but uh, yes, I'll, I'll leave you guys to, to go ahead with whether it's two slot receivers, two receivers and a slot receiver, or or three, uh, all that receivers. I, I want to say that I don't care who we put in this as long as it's AJ Brown to annoy Adam. <laughs> he's, he's not got many votes so far. I just took him out of my votes. <laughs> what's AJ Brown's percentage in the slot? Because if it's uh, about it's, six, it's not going to be high, is it? Um, yeah, he's he's not he's not a slot receiver. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm just going to hate it if that's what we do. Um, but it's hard to argue, I guess. Um, but we, we're going, so we're going Justin Jefferson, right? Let's do the easy bit first. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That was unanimous. Absolutely. Um, the, the slot thing, Amon Rasen Brown, I don't mind the pick anyway. I don't think he's the top three for what it's worth. Um, but if we if we are trying to pick a slot receiver, forty six percent feels like enough. Sorry, Adam. So was that an opinion? Well, nearly. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I put I put I just put Amon Rav in over AJ Brown if we're going to go slot. If we're going to go someone who's going to play regularly from the slot and not just do the three if, best, Amon Rav it, absolutely if, superb. If it knocks AJ Brown out of this thing, then I'm I'm all for it. Um, and AJ Brown in the slot, fifteen point eight percent, sixty second ranked overall. So again, not high enough. He's got to get in the top two. Bin bags. <laughs> can I put Stefan Diggs in the slot, please? Thanks. I'm getting there. I think you can put Stefan Diggs in the top two more likely than you can put him in the slot. Well, I, I would have Jefferson and Devonte Adams as my two, and well, Jefferson. Yeah, because those are the Devonte Adams <laughs> and Diggs, and either Diggs or Devonte Adams can swap around being in the slot. One of them can fit there, and that's my three. Thank you. Stefan Diggs, 24.1% in the slot this season, 42nd overall again. That'll do for me. That'll do. Yeah, no. Didn't we say Hill can't be it because he was like 34th or something? Yeah, so we said we definitely ruled Diggs Hill out. Diggs below that. Yeah. Okay. It's got to be in the 40s, the percentage, surely. What's Devontae Adams? Oh, this That'll is be... a fun game. <laughs> <laughs> it's, you're ruining, it's funny. A, you're ruining a potential quiz here. It shows how... It really isn't obvious anymore. Uh, what you say, what the position doesn't exist. Yeah. Exactly. Adams, the 19 and 19.5%, 43rd overall. Yeah. I'm, I mean, the tr- the, the, who's the best true slot receiver in the game? When we was, when I was thinking about this, the, be- the true slot receiver is making a difference consistently. I can't really see past Renfro. And he's not good enough. 
to yeah. be on this list. Exactly. So who is a true slot receiver of that ilk? It, it, it really isn't in the game much anymore. In the days of I like do... Cooper Cup, that's someone like if he'd been fit for the whole season, that's someone who could have made a compelling argument. But, it, but, but even but even Cup. He lines up everywhere, cup and hill. Yeah. It has to be one of those. Yeah, we go like last year we gave this award to Cole Beasley. So <laughs> <laughs> Can we do that again? Please. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a ridiculous like thing to have to put a worse player in an all pro team when that's just not how the NFL works anymore. And that's why I went Christian Kirk, because I, th- I think I think the... eleven hundred yards this season, he's fourteenth overall in yards. I mean Russell Brown's ahead of him actually, so he's probably a stronger argument, but he was below the 50% threshold I was trying to hit for snap percentage. I think Amarasson Brown feels like a good yeah. compromise to me. Yeah, I like that. Um, yep. So can we can we stick him in? And then we've got Justin Jefferson. And we're probably going to a vote for who the other guy is. So let's, or just, well, it might be more than two involved. Um, Rich, who's your other receiver? CMC. AJ Brown. <laughs> AJ Brown. Okay. Craig? This is between Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. And yeah, well, pick one. Pick one of them. That's, <laughs> that's, that's the task. Uh, I, think, I think that, I think that, and this is a very tenuous argument as to why Devontae Adams will be better for longer. They both had fantastic seasons. I don't think you can split them this year. Devontae Adams is an unbelievable. You can throw him the ball anywhere. Tyreek Hill is the same, but Tyreek Hill's had help. <sighs> so that's my... Adams, okay. Um, uh, Nate, Adams, Mark. Um, I don't think it's Brown. Sorry, I don't think it's Hill. I don't think he's scored enough touchdowns to get the award. Adams has got double. Um, so I, for me, it'd be between Adams and Diggs. Um, but I would go with Devontae Adams as well. That's three for. I love. I love how it's like Craig. Two minutes of answer, Nate. Adams. One word. Um, (laughs) um, (laughs) He can come back. <laughs> yeah, you, you took a good. You took your minute and a half, mate. Don't fucking give it. <laughs> <laughs> Sixty seconds of that was to give you shit, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I did. Um, Adam, who are you going with? I, I went with Devontae Adams. He's been quite transformative to the Raiders' pass, passing game, even if they didn't get to make the playoffs. I, I know, uh, but there, there was quite a lot of turnover and, and a decent amount of that needs to go on on Josh McDaniels. Uh, but I, I think Devontae Adams proved that he can do it without Aaron Rodgers and was the second best receiver in the league personally. Okay. Um, it doesn't matter now, but Pat, would you have said the same thing? I went for Stephon Diggs. Oh, okay. Um, but whatever. Fuck you, AJ Brown. You're not in this. Um, that is uh, <laughs> Justin Jefferson, uh, <laughs> Devontae Adams and Amon Rasset Brown in the slot. Um, right. We are not going to argue about any more positions on the show tonight we might do it privately afterwards um but you're each going to get the opportunity to stick someone in unless there's a strong unanimous veto from everybody um you can pick a position from the remaining offense defense special teams whatever's your bag and that player will get in the the all pro team and we, I'll start with Nate. Oh, die. Uh, um, <laughs> I, I don't know how tactics are going to come in here. <laughs> honestly, honestly, don't know. There's so many players that I could, I could make amazing cases for for sticking in, like Stonehouse. 
he's not going in because he's a titan. But what a what a what a performance! Um, I mean, he uh, might, he might. Parsons, we'll see. Bosa, uh, Dexter Lawrence, uh, Chris Jones. Oh, Chris Jones might be the one. Uh, no, no, I'll tell you what. I'm going to chuck a. I'm going to chuck a uh, Tyler Linderbaum at him from the Giants. Rookie centre. What what a what a, what a season for a rookie on, as we've established. Not a great team. They 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 they're twenty seconds, twenty third ish offensive line ranking in the league. They've literally gone exactly the same as they did last year. Um, but he's been superb. So offensive line is where it's sexy. There we go. I'm fucking. I'm still on. <laughs> I'm still on a sleeper to give us an offensive line category. I want to pick an lineman in fantasy man. <laughs> Can I just make the point that all, I agree with all of that, except for the fact that he plays for the Ravens? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. Yeah. Either way, he's still great. <laughs> Incredible. I mean, Ad, Adam, Adam is not wrong. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's the first Baltimore Raven that we've discussed tonight. Um Oh, in fact, Adam, let's go with you next. Feel free to stick another one in. Um, I, I don't think there's any Ravens worthy of consideration. Even even Justin Tuck has had a bad season by his standards, which admittedly are, are very high. Um, still, I, I think... still the best kicker in the league comfortably, but just... Oh, yeah. Best, uh, you know. uh, but, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't fight fight the corner for, for him um, on in, in this particular year, whereas I would have for, for any other year, pretty much. Um, I think Dexter Lawrence has been a great player um, for for the Giants, and that, that's who I would I would add in. Nice, good shout. Okay, um, and he un- unlike um, Nate's Giants player, he does play for the New York Giants, um, so that is. Oh. A... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that he would be interior defensive lineman or edge uh, interior. Ideal. Yeah, okay. Um right. Uh let's go with Craig. You look like you're desperate to uh to go next. So let's go with Rich. Just getting that Craig, you're definitely going last. You're definitely going <laughs> last. <laughs> right, it's just it's just racist at this point. I can no, I can I can I can only respect it to be honest. I was, I was a bit I was a bit edgy still. I was a bit edgy. I'm a bit keen. My bad. My bad. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 that's it's that's the risk. The risk you take. The risk you take. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, it it may it may work in your favour. We'll see. Rich, who are you? Uh, who are you going to stick in? Uh, so Trent Williams is obviously our left tackle. So ignoring that, I want to argue a little bit for a guy who's a that's complacent s- making that assumption. You know, yeah, no, but it's, it's going to happen. Um, <laughs> Dennis Daly might be the choice. <laughs> So what I want to argue for is uh, I, I know we have settled on our comeback player of the year, but I think that a man who is incredibly underappreciated in that potential position is a man who got shot in the uh, preseason. Brian Williams, uh, sorry, Brian Williams, Brian Robinson uh, was shot uh, a couple of times in preseason because of a burglary and came back to manage 12 games and 857 yards. Uh, At what position though? Running back. 
yeah, we've picked our running back. Do you, I mean, it, I couldn't be couldn't be clearer about how this works. No, but I think I think we are. I was just sort of sitting here thinking, is he, is, he, is he returning punts? Are we getting him in there? Is he returning kickoffs? Um, but, but no, you just you just try to put him in a position that's already been filled and yeah. not even filled with CMC. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I just think I think we Love you, you are you're ignoring players who deserve a little bit more credit than you're giving them. I, you ignored made, him yeah. for that option as well. <laughs> we discussed running back. Nobody brought him up. And, and no, 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 player no, of the I'm year. About, you didn't I'm mention him either. The year. I'm not talking about running back. I'm talking about coming back player of the year. Yes, that's correct, Mark. I mean, well, again, it's a position that's been filled. This is fantastic. You definitely you had a chance to bring it up when we discussed it. Nine, 90, 90 minutes after it was decided, it's which fine. Is like, I'm not it, having it. It's almost, it's almost like I just ignored what Adam suggested <laughs> for this this part of the thing because I don't read anything that he bothers writing. I, this is the one time that it really, <laughs> really might have Right, you're getting Trent Williams as your choice. Um, also, possibly Thanks. muted for the rest of this. Um, <laughs> Pat, um, please. Well, I, I don't even need to ask you. Um, I know you'll be more sensitive. Do you want me to nominate for a position that's actually available? Would that yes, be yes, please. Okay. All of My them are available except left tackle and centre and the ones we've already picked. Yes. I'm going for Nick Bolton of the Kansas City Chiefs, who's been uh, okay. a phenomenal yeah, nice. second-year linebacker all season. Just putting up ridiculous numbers, decent in coverage, excellent in tackling, some uh, good work behind the line of scrimmage as well. So, yeah, an all-round excellent player. Except okay. hopefully for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay, so who hasn't gone? Mark, you haven't gone. Hello. So Josh Allen is quarterback of the. No, I'm just... <laughs> 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 um, I, I, I am going to go for. I am going to go for a bill. Um, uh, I am going to also pick a linebacker um, and go with Matt Milano. Um, yeah, has been named to his first uh, all, pro, all pro team. Um, this season, finally getting the recognition that he deserves. 99 tackles this season, three interceptions, two fumble recoveries, um, the, the highest um, tackles for loss on the Bills roster, two sacks and seven quarterback kits. He's been the glue that has held the Bills defence when it's be, when it's had injuries all over the field um, together. He's everywhere in coverage. He's the most disrupt, disruptive force um when trying to get to the quarterback that we've got he's just I, I love how Nate is literally yawning that was a, like a massive <laughs> massive yawn in the middle of that it's late it's late um so yeah Matt, Matt Milano as linebacker um is has been fantastic there we go um Craig do you want to I'm not going to make you go last you can go before me because I'm pretty sure you're not going to um upset whatever I've got in mind I mean maybe you will oh, thank you let off the noise step. Perfect. Um, <laughs> uh, mine is Quinn and Williams. Very pleased. Yeah. Big touch. Shot. Internal defensive position left. Uh, he's been a game wrecker. 12 sacks from uh, D lineman, interior D lineman. For me, he's the best in the game. You can make a good argument for. I, I liked Chris Jones, so I was worried. Um, but I just think. I, I, listen, Jets pay him. Keep him, make him a lifetime jet. Guy's fantastic, uh, and he has to be in our all protein. All right. With that in mind, Ryan Stonehouse is our all pro punter. There you go. 
Um, I'll make that quick. Um, I'm not even going to humour anybody with who might want to make Johnny Hecker arguments because um, we've been here far too long. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear them. Um, he smashed an 82-year-old NFL record, which is is worthy of something. And there are. I thought other... you were talking about uh, Zach Wilson for a minute. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I think we might. I think we might be. We might be done for the audio part of this, um, which is great. So thanks to, thanks to. I was going to say thanks to all of you. Thanks to some of you. Um, <laughs> thanks particularly to Adam. Um, so yes. Appreciate the opportunity to to have this farcical show once again. Um, <laughs> we will get all the admin finished and the the Google form submitted and and all the rest of it. Um, the beauty of it is I can do one as a, a transatlantic titans as well. Although I might I might I might speak to uh, my colleagues there about that, but that's neither here nor there. Um, where where can people find the the final results and when will when will they be available and all of that jazz? So we'll be drip feeding the results through from Super Bowl week uh, uh, and, and throughout. Uh, they'll be on 99 Yards and on uh, the 99 Yards Twitter. Uh, and yeah, it's uh, a great opportunity to, to have a bit of a, a, a sort of mock award show or online award show. Um, so I look forward to seeing what the uh, the overall results are. Hopefully none of our nonsense derails it too much and it's useful. Um, but <laughs> no, it's, uh... Probably my vote, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll assume it is that's fine um yeah awesome fun as ever really enjoyed that it will be hopefully entertaining to listen to um we spared you as i said um debating about um who's the best right guard and and all of that so yeah i hope you've enjoyed that awesome fun as ever um the long snapper i guess we're back in a week we've got some playoffs and stuff playoffs don't really interest me anymore but you know something <laughs> They appeal to some people. Um, so we'll do that. But in the meantime, go well. Thanks, everyone. Bye for now.